This podcast is sponsored by Hibu, an award-winning e-commerce fulfillment provider, helping online businesses grow by taking care of all their order fulfillment needs, picking, packing, and posting products to customers all over the world. Fuel your growth and fulfill your ambitions with Hibu. Three Peeps in the Podcast, the bonus show. My name is Patch, and on the podcast today, we've got a special guest coming on to talk about something that he has been involved in. But before we come to Andy, uh, Matt is with me as always. Matt, it's been a little bit of a, a mixed bag of international performances, but uh, back to Ashton Gate on Saturday. Can't wait. Yeah, I, I hate the international break. Um, <clears throat> the Nations League is never great, is it? Um Especially when you build, get relegated. Yeah, build up to Qatar. And, and, and in fairness, other than the once we went 2 0 down or whatever it was the other night, that's probably the only time we've actually played well in those two games, wasn't it? So, yeah, not not for me. A um, little bit of a concern that Andy Vyman took an injury as yeah, well in the first game, but that, that seems to not be the case. Um, fingers crossed. So, hopefully, uh, all of our players have come back fit and ready to go against QPR. Yeah, I mean, we've seen the the Robins uncut, and, mm. and I don't know if you saw Andy Vyman in that. Well, I think his was the the really nice looking shot, wasn't it, with the outside of his foot? Okay. Um, but it could have been Andy King, but definitely somebody says, I think it's Joe Williams' great shot, Andrew. Um, so <laughs> I don't know whether he was. You know, that could have been Andrew Proctor. Could have been, yeah, could have been. But um, <laughs> yeah, hopefully. I mean, he was on the bench, wasn't he, the other night? So you wouldn't have thought if yeah. there was an injury problem, he would have been. But You never know with these internationals that they're just no. putting names on a bench just to you know say they're there yeah. sort of thing. Exactly. But we should be heavily strapped see. as well from the clip I'd saw. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so yeah, it's the day before the game. So as I say, we've got a guest coming on to talk about an initiative that uh, has been set up. And that's Andy Brassington. Andy, how are you? Hi, Patch. Hi, Matt. Really Hi, good, mate. It's lovely to speak to you guys. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to come on the show. Oh, absolutely. Anytime. Um, so, Walkers and Talkers is the initiative. Before we um, get into what's coming up on that, how did it all start? Well, it all started during the lockdown. I, I'm involved with Gloucester County Cricket Club. I'm a former player and I keep an eye on all the lads. And during lockdown, I made it my business to give them a call and just see how they're all getting on. And it was clear to see after a period of time that a couple of the lads in particular were struggling. And, and one lad I went, I went to see, and I went to see him at his workplace, and it probably wasn't the best place to go and visit him to talk about. He was down, but depressed and a bit lonely and anxious. Um, so the following week, I said, let's go to the Downs and have a cup of coffee. And it was at that time when you could get a cup of coffee, but you couldn't sit anywhere. Mm-hmm. So we were forced to get a coffee and have a little walk. And we had a little walk and we had a chat. And it did me good, and it did it did the lad a lot of good as well. And talking to the rest of the, the lads in the group, I'd say, look, I've had this meeting. We had a little walk on the on the downs. It did us all good. Come and join us. So week by week, more and more of the former players came to join us. So we'd get a coffee and have a little walk around, and we, we'd talk about anything. And it was good fun and, and a difficult time for a lot of people. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you say that the lads, I guess this is like a former players association for Gloucester Cricket Club, is it initially? It very much is. It's just like your former association down at the city that Neil Palmer uh, organises. And, and Neil's been a great supporter for us at uh, Walkers and Talkers. And he's the one who's really pushed me to come down to Ashton Gate. Mm. Um, so, so, yeah, that's how it started. And I, I thought, wouldn't it be nice if 
things got a little bit better that we could actually do this on a weekly basis and include everybody in it. And I thought, wouldn't it be, you know, if, if, if you got someone who followed the cricket and he came along and he, he was walking around the ground and having a chat and David Lawrence walked past him or David Graveney and he could have a little chat to him. And um, that's how it started. And then I, then I was thinking to myself, well, let's get some celebrities involved and do a little question and answer and have a chat to them. And, and that's the exact format. There's, it's not rocket science guys. It's uh, we meet at 10 o'clock, normally at the county ground, cricket ground. Um, we have a, a cup of coffee, which is all free of charge, cup of tea. Um, my company, Finders Keepers, looks after all that side. We have a walk around the ground, nip in the museum, um, have a laugh, have a chat. And 11 o'clock, we sit down and we have a, a question and answer. And we're loving it. it, it we're loving it. And uh, we encourage people in the room to ask questions from the floor. And... Um, I'm sure that the sporting celebrities who come along are enjoying it just as much as uh, the yeah. group of people that we've got, which is lovely. Absolutely. I, I guess that's mainly, is it mainly local celebrities slash local sporting legends from the past? or Yeah, it is, it, it is really, Patch. Yeah, the, the nice thing is they everybody gives up the time for nothing. And um, the Bristol City lads have been fantastic. We've had Jeff Merrick, Paul Cheesley, Peter Aiken, Richard Gould's done it, Tony Forthorpe. So the City lads have played the massive big part. But we, we've had people like Ian Holloway, uh, Gareth Chilcott, Mark Elaine. We've got Joe Sims, who's the actor, coming up uh fran wilson the, the england lady cricketer glenn catley's done it uh we've had a, a jockey harry cobden's done it so we we've tried to you know make it as interesting as possible and across the borders as possible but you know when 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 we started it i thought it'd be a bit of fun and my mindset's totally changed now after three months into it i realized that so many people actually did need some company they did mm. come out uh, need to come out and have a chat and we've kind of the group is it's an amazing group of people and we we've kind of created a platform where they feel comfortable in the environment we're in and um and the speakers have added to that glenn catley was amazing we had chris saniger a uh, very emotional we we've we not only have the odd person in the room getting a bit emotional we we've had four or five of the the guest speakers getting emotional as well and and you know they, they've told me that they've they've talked about things that they haven't talked about um, for for many many years to many people. So we're all coming out a little bit. We all take a handkerchief because it does get a bit of noise. Oh, absolutely. Um, and and we actually start every bonus show um, of Three Peeps in a Podcast with uh, "How are you?" out of ten, which. Mm. Uh, goes back to episode 177 when we had Talk Club on, which is a men's mental yeah. health charity I'm sure you're aware of. I am um, very much aware of it. Great stuff, yeah. Yeah, so um, Gavin Thorpe came on the podcast and I actually had Ben Akers, the other co-founder, um, doing a work presentation for me last week as well. So absolutely uh, well, fascinating, excellent what they do. Yeah, well done, well done, guys. How are you anyway at attempt Patrick? Exactly, Matt? yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good question. Uh, so well, I, I'm doing all right, actually. Thank you very much for yeah, asking. I'm, I'm probably about a seven out of ten. Long, long day at work. Um, <laughs> yeah. Very, very busy. Uh, however, we did also interview Jackie Jackanowski at lunchtime. Oh, so, uh, he must have cheered you up a bit. I'm, I'm a nine. Did. He's my hero, so I'm a nine. I make, I <laughs> Matt, make, I'll be a nine for the weekend on the Matt, back of that. <laughs> you're looking like a nine, mate. You're definitely <laughs> looking like a nine. But the one thing also that's come out of this... How about you, Andy? I've, I'm I'm pretty buzzing. I was probably a seven. I'm definitely a nine point five at the minute because I'm wow. really enjoy talking to you guys oh, and, and the great the great job that that you're, you're doing out there. That's it's very uh, funny. It's super. The one thing I've 
I've um, I've learned, and, and hopefully the listeners will catch on to this one. Is that it's, it's always nice to talk to people, but mm. the biggest thing I've found out of working, you know, being with the group and enjoying the group for six months is having time to listen to people. Sometimes you don't have to say anything; you just have yeah. to listen, yeah. and and it, it makes such such a difference. I'm I'm amazed. I, I'm pleasantly pleasantly surprised that. Um, this is helping people um, and, and they're telling me it's helping them and I didn't realise at the start of it I thought it'd be a bit of fun and it's it's it's, it's a great incentive for, for, for me and, and a lot of people to be involved with and, but I'm having a lot of fun doing it but it is definitely helping people Yeah, a, a friend of mine um, and, and former player I know Patch knows John Giles um, I know he attends regularly <laughs> and actually said to me a couple of weeks back about Tony Forthrop um, coming along, and I, I had every intention to come along, Andy, but unfortunately, work got in the way as it often does, and I couldn't. But John can't speak highly enough about it. He absolutely loves going. Um, and and funny enough, Patch, you knocked on my door, didn't you, a few weeks back, and just said, "Let's go to the park, walk around the park, and have a coffee." And and absolutely, Andy, everything you've said, just that half an hour walk, just yeah. chat, chewing the fat, that afternoon felt completely different. It's so it's so easy, Matt, isn't it? And, yeah. And just going back to Johnny, Johnny Giles, he, he's he's a top man, and he he's yeah. he's thrown himself into it greatly, and 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 all the guys, and they talk to him, and they suggest people. It was John, um, who who got Tony to come at. Yeah, come they're friends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and 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 they add so much to the group, and they're all kind of little characters in their own way and they all take on responsibility to welcoming new people and making them feel welcome showing them around it's an amazing group of people yeah. I, I i really am surprised six months down the line where we are with it and you, we want to kick on now we want to get more people involved um i i, I you know i walk out the county ground uh, you know, at twelve thirty, after we've had a little session, we just had John Lewis on Wednesday, the ex Gloucestershire cricketer. Yeah, yeah, phenomenal morning. Uh, the, the feedback, the the love in the room, the laughter, the friendships. Um, pe- you know, people are, are great friends now. We didn't know one another a few weeks ago. Oh, it's uh, I I um I, I never thought I'd be involved in a project like this, and I'm I'm loving it. And there's so many lovely people around who are helping and, and getting involved. It's great stuff. You can sense that, John, uh, Andy. Your enthusiasm is incredible. Yeah, you can really sense that. Yeah, you should be really proud of what you've achieved. And um, men's mental health has come into massive focus, particularly in the the month we're, we're still in now, um, mm-hmm. as we speak. It's Suicide Awareness Month, so we that's yeah. why we wanted to elevate the, what Talk Club are doing, etc. And and funny enough, I've I've I was watching The Crown the other night. I've picked that up again after all recent goings on. <laughs> I told you to. And, yeah, <laughs> series three episode seven of the crown is an early version of what you're doing um for, for anyone who's watched it prince philip gets invited along to uh to talk with some people and se- sort of says what you'd expect pull yourselves together back in whenever it was in the yeah. 60s 70s um and then he has an episode himself and he goes back the next week and says and basically just talks um and and bears his bears his heart to everybody so it's something that's been around for quite some time but not something that's been given the press the the clubs like yourself have formed so it's fantastic that you're doing it no that's lovely to hear mate and i think we're very lucky being involved with sport no matter what sport it brings people together doesn't it and and, and, and everybody loves to talk talk sport and uh 
I, I, I think the sporting role and the celebrities who've come along and played a massive people in, in building the energy in the room and the love in the room. And, you know, when, some of these sports people, they're big, big names, yet they they shed a tear in front of, you know, in front of the, mm. the gang that we have there. And, you know, I, I'm I'm sure, and he, he's not going to mind me saying this, and I'm going to say, um, the first one we ever did, David Sid Lawrence did it. And, and as I said, we all know, Sid's a big lad and, He's, he's out there, said, and um, as I say, we encouraged questions on the floor, and one of the questions on the floor was um, someone asked him about his mum. He, he recently lost in the last, he lost his mum and his dad in the last few years, and he's a very close man. He's David Lawrence. He said Lawrence is a lovely man, mm. uh, and and Sid actually broke down and, and started crying. And I, I was I was at the at the front doing the Q and A with him. I put my arm around him, and we just had to stop for a minute. And then I I, I looked out at the audience, and and. And I think we had about 35 people then. It was the first one we did. And I thought, you know, these guys and girls are looking at this big lad crying. If he can do it, we can do it. And you yeah. know, from that very first day, as I said earlier, we've had four or five people break down the stars. And I think from that day, it just set the tone. It set the tone in the room that, hey, we're all in this together. And it doesn't matter if you're an international cricketer, football or whatever. We all have the same feelings, the same thoughts, and we all have our own ups and downs. And if it's good enough to Sid Lovins to cry in front of people, then I'm sure I can do it as well if I need to. Uh, absolutely. Um, and that's been the theme all the way through. And I can't thank the celebrities enough who come along. They Everyone brings something different to the party. And, and with that, you know, that plays such a big part in the two hours that we have. Yeah, amazing. So how can people... A, get involved, find out more about it. Is it Facebook, Twitter? What are you on? Yeah, well, we just started a, fa a Facebook uh, called Walkers and Talkers Q&A. Um, but anyone can contact me. And, and, and this is my mobile number. I love people calling me on my no mobile. No problems at all. It's 07831 532 um, That's... Contact me anytime. I, I'm, I'm on Facebook. Walkers Talk is on Facebook. I'm on tw I'm on Twitter. Um, but uh, give me a call. Let's have a little chat, and then we'll um, we'll get people along and, and give you more information. But honestly, boys, I can I can say if you come if people come along, they're really going to enjoy the experience. Is it on a specific date and uh, day and time? Or? Yeah. It's, it's every Wednesday at 10 o'clock. If you can't make 10 o'clock, that first hour we walk around. So, it, you know, it, it's all very laid back and uh, that's the key to it. There's no, we have that hour drinking a cup of teas and coffee and having a chat and a walk and a second hour chatting away with a local celebrity. And that's at the uh, county ground. That's at the county ground. But Wednesday the 5th, we're down at the gate, which is absolutely fantastic. And we're going oh, to be amazing. shown that. We're going to be shown round. We're going to have a little show round. Jerry there. Jerry Technology is going to show us round for that first hour. And how nice for people to come down to a fantastic stadium like Ashton Gate and to see the insides and, you know, maybe go in the dressing room and have a little pot of bow. So it's very exciting. And um, I'm, I'm really looking forward. We've got Gary Owens, who's going to be our guest today. So, you know, that lad doesn't stop talking, does he? So, <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> so I'm sure we're going to, we're going to have a fantastic time. And, and you know, Mark Kelly down at the gate has encouraged us to get down there as well. Everyone's been so helpful. And um, and as I mentioned earlier, Neil Palmer has, has, has been great coming along. The Bristol Rovers, um, we've had what, we've had two days at, at uh, the Memorial Stadium, again, where we had a show round. And he's pulling people together from, from the mm -hmm. clubs as well. And back in the day when I played sport in the 70s and 80s, 
Um, you know, the Gloucester, Bristol City, Bristol Rovers, Bristol Rugby lads all used to know one another and oh, yeah. still okay. made to this day. Um, but that's things changed and that's kind of drifted apart. But we're just now pulling in again, you know, players from days gone past. Um, we want to get more ladies involved. Um, that's really, really important. Um, we've probably eight, 80% of it is men at the moment who come along, but the ladies are trickling in. Uh, we want to get more ladies um, speakers in. It's open for everybody. And I think the youngest walk and talk we talk we've had has been 18 months. Oh, wow. I think right. the, I think okay. I think the oldies. I'm not going to say it's Johnny Giles. But, uh, <laughs> oh, you beat me to it, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's a, there's a few senior citizens, including myself, who come along. But everyone's welcome. If they, if you don't want to walk around the ground, then they don't walk around the ground, and they sit and have a chat on a on a bench looking out at the cricket ground. So right. it's really laid back, and that's the key to it all. Oh, sounds fantastic. We definitely will come along myself and Matt, yeah, hundred percent at some if point. You, if you guys come, I'll make the coffee. Okay, excellent. That's a deal. Thank you, Andy. That's a deal. Right. <laughs> well, we'll leave it there because uh, we've got uh, coming up after the break our post-match reaction to Bristol City versus QPR. Um, but just to say, Andy, many congratulations um, on what you're doing and all the very best of luck for the future. We'll keep sharing everything that you're doing on our platforms as well, so you can get uh, some exposure there, hopefully. But Matt, any final words from you? No, incredible. Just, just, just listening to Andy then, and, and like I said, you, it's something that in days gone by, men, men in particular, wouldn't talk about. But now it's becoming much more open. And, and as Andy saying, when you get the the characters of the likes of Sid Lawrence opening up, then you know should be open for all of us to do that, shouldn't it? So yeah, brilliant, huge, huge, huge kudos to Andy and uh, everyone involved there. Yeah. Thanks Great ever time. so much, Matt. And thanks, thanks, Pats. Keep up the good work, guys. It's uh, lovely to talk to you both. Cheers. Thanks, Andy. We'll see thanks you so soon. Much. We'll be back Thank after you. the break. Take care. Bye now. Okay, so big thanks to Andy Brassington there for that insight into the Walkers and Talkers initiative. Uh, On to today's uh, podcast and the game yesterday. Home to QPR is three defeats on the bounce, but the difference with this defeat was there was great expectation of a result being at home and against a team we would hope to be competing with. City seemed a little jet-lagged all over the pitch, and after initially fairly decent opening first 15, we are defeated 2-1. Lee's three words were query questionable quality um i'll throw my three words in actually lost their mojo was going to be my three words um matt is with me as always matt your thoughts on that opening gambit there uh yeah mine are not good enough um i agree they, they seemed leggy um seemed what well, sorry i say they seemed leggy after that first 15 minutes we seemed to capitulate for five ten minutes um, Zach had a really good chance, which we'll talk about. And then from that moment on, we, we just seemed to have brain farts all over the field. I, I don't know what we were doing. Um, we were relying on Dan to make a couple of saves, but but was unlucky with the opener. Um, it was a question of offside, but it would have needed a VAR ruler. Um, I wouldn't necessarily expect the linesman to have spotted it. And then we were just, we reverted to sort of almost last season. Um, long balls, no confidence, midfield overrun, um, and the strikers getting no service. Uh, so it was, yeah, it was, like you said, re- really disappointing because I think the expectation was, um, well, that we would win. You know, I know Rangers have been on a decent run, um, but I expected us to win yesterday. I, I had us down to win 3-1. So 
it ended up being really, really disappointing. And, and you then look at it and go, that's now three defeats in a row. And I know two of those were Burnley Norwich, but it's three in a row. Coventry now becomes a really big game again on Tuesday, doesn't it? Just to get the confidence back. Yeah, we've, we've spoken about this before. And actually, I've got um, a sports psychologist coming up on the regular show of the podcast in the right. near future. And I, I've I've been... This has been in my, on my mind since... I think it was Brian Jones was the one that we had was, last yeah. in the early 2000s. And when we go on these streaks, and I, it, it needs to be nipped in the bud really quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It seems to be a Bristol City thing. Uh, so hopefully we can get that result on, on Tuesday. Um, before we bring in our guest, um, a bit of admin competition. We've got 222 names already in the hat for the excellent prize of that signed home shirt from our sponsors, Habu. So last chance to add your name to it or to stick your name in the hat again by retweeting today's podcast, so the bonus show versus QPR. And then we'll do the draw on Tuesday to see who wins that prize. Um, but I'll bring in our guest, and that's Rob Skeet. Rob, how are you, sir? Very good, thanks, Patch. Yourself? Yeah, not bad, not bad. We'll do our quick check-in. So over to you first. Out of 10, how are you? Um, just going back to our podcast, episode 177 with Talk Club, uh, the men's mental health charity yeah. that have been set up. So, uh, yeah, we're going to do a check-in, Rob. What are you going to say? Yeah, um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm good, thank you. Um, I'm, a, I'm a good 8 out of 10. Nice, I'm very a, good. Yeah, every, everything's... Um, I will say though, um, we over the past couple of uh, months have been very good for uh, Bristol City fans with the uh, loss of um, some couple of legends and one recently, Beanie. Um, well, I know personally, but I, I know a few friends that um, know him a lot better, mm. known, known him for um, since he was sixteen and, and stuff like that. So, right. um, my thoughts go out to every everyone connected to. Yeah, Everyone's good shout. And it was a yeah, well-observed 69th minute um, applause and yeah. a, a great banner that went all the way across the south stand, actually, didn't it? It did. Wow. Yeah, and, yeah. and around the Lansdowne as well. It did carried it? on round. Yeah, yeah, carried on round. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, no, fantastic. So, so whoever yeah. sorted that out, fair play. Rest, and, rest in yeah, peace. Excellent. Yeah, no, yeah. good shout. Thanks to that, Rob. Um, yeah, our thoughts with the families as well. Um, Matt, over to you. I'm probably a six this morning. I've got to be honest. I feel quite flat. Um, and like we often say on this podcast, the football has so much to do with it. I mean, it's, it's early morning on a Sunday. I've not long been up, but um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, e even Brighton's heroic three-three draw didn't uh, didn't do anything for me yesterday. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Rob. <laughs> uh, yeah, prob prob no probably. Probably a six. I'm yet to catch up with uh, match of the day and and the results, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, I'll definitely check that out. It sounds like a good game. Um, I'm probably an eight. I, I'm I was up a lot earlier than you, Matt, as as always. Well, that's that's because you got because you got kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, doing the uh, doing the breakfasts and all of that. But uh, yeah, an eight. It's been a it's been a whirlwind three days for me. Um, I've got to meet. Jackie Jackanowski and Andy Cole. I don't think that happens every every uh, every three days. So uh, it's been it's been a real whirlwind three days. So uh, we'll we'll talk maybe a bit more about that at the end of the podcast. But uh, yeah. yeah, looking forward to doing this bonus show, regardless of the of the score. Um, it was a great day, and uh, yeah, I'm confident for Tuesday. 
Let me just chuck in and Tony Thorpe. Let's not let's not miss out well, on I've, Tony I've met him before. I've, <laughs> I've, I've played up front with him in a charity <laughs> that's, game. That's, that's true. Very true. <laughs> but no, he is a, he is a legend as well. Absolutely. Good shape. Right. Line up for yesterday. Bentley, Viner, Naismith, Atkinson, Sykes, Williams, Scott, De Silva, Viman, Conway, Wells. Enforced change, Matt, with uh, Williams coming in for James. Uh, yeah. It was either Williams or Masengo or maybe even King. Uh, so your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it was it was the obvious one, wasn't it? It was always going to be um, Joe Williams, I think. It will be interesting now with Tuesday coming up and, and after how yesterday went to see what, what Nigel Pearson does because Joe did himself no favours really yesterday. Um, and obviously we'll, we'll talk about whether there'll be other enforced changes. Um, I think again, and, and I, I, you know, I've been critical of him. I've not been his biggest fan, but again, it highlights what Matty James brings to the side. Um and all right, goals change games, so you know that that comes into it. But yeah, I didn't I didn't think there was any surprise with the lineup. I guess there was a question mark over whether Antoine would come in. Um, but you know, we we've said for the last few weeks the form that Naki and Tommy have been on, you you can't really drop either of those. So yeah, I think Joe Williams was the, the obvious change and couldn't see any other changes going. Can I get your thoughts on that, Rob, in terms of Matty James? He has come in, as Matt said, he has had his critics, but he does seem to bring a stability and level-headedness to the midfield. Yeah, well, um, yesterday we lacked that leader, didn't we? That, that Paul Hartley kind of player. Um, and Matty James can do that. I know he's had his uh, criticisms or being uh, people criticising him a lot of games for uh, being slow and all that, but he does bring that uh, confidence, I think, um, to the midfield. So, yeah, we, we missed him massively yesterday. I I think the shame with it is, just as he seems to be hitting a level, <laughs> yeah. he gets an injury. Do we know and what the injury yeah. is? A groin. He's had a minor groin op, I think, this week. I've, I've read. Yeah, I read it, it was a minor groin op, yeah. Um, but yeah, he seems to get to a level, then gets an injury, and then has to start back again. So then we have a couple of sort of not great performances. And so yeah. hopefully he can sustain it, you know, after this and maybe back for Birmingham next weekend. Who knows? Okay, right, yeah. let's get to the minutes then. Uh, so, a, a good start. Uh, seventh minute was patient build-up. Naismith out wide to a Viner. Decent ball in, which leads to Jada Silva laying the ball back to Alex Scott, who drives a shot right-footed wide. But good to see Rob from Alex Scott getting those shots in from range. And it had power, just lacked the accuracy. Yeah, I, I thought Alex Scott had a really, really good game yesterday. Um, one of our brighter, bright sparks um, after a poor game. But I will say that, that, that yesterday's performance by everyone was our first, I think, of the season where everyone didn't pull their weight. Well, the majority didn't pull their weight. There was yeah. one or two decent players, you know, decent performances. But yeah, Alex Scott, I, um, I said it worries me because he's so good um, playing wherever he, he wants to, really. Um, and whatever position he is, told to play he's he can do it and yeah yeah to yeah. so your point um about the 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 team i think we'll obviously we'll come to the ratings at the end yeah. and see what the average is but yeah it's going to be an interesting interesting one to see um matt alex scott we've obviously spoken about him several times but don't often see a shot from range from him so adding that to his locker no and it was a, a, a driven shot from from where i was in the south stand it looked close um I've subsequently spoke to a few people and said actually it, it was well wide, but 
Um, it, it was a good move, decent move, um, and they started off really well. I think I think that I don't know if it was that move or the one before stemmed from Naismith doing his Cruyff turn on the the halfway line against Tyler Roberts, I think, and then sending a ball out. I think that might have been just before. Mm. Um, but it was it's we all know the quality that Scotty's got. Um, there's other aspects of the game that we know he needs to work on, but if he can start chipping in with long range goals as well as what mm. he's done done before, then again it's going to add a, another couple of mil on the value, isn't it? Absolutely. Ninth minute, it's Sykes looking dangerous on the right. He sits up across, it gets to the back post, and Jada Silva heads it back across goal, but it's cut out, comes to nothing. Thirteenth minute, Naismith decent ball in from a free kick. Viner's header is good on target. Arcing his neck to get the header away. Keeper makes a good save. Great chance, great delivery, Rob. Yeah, I, well, I thought it was in. I was up, out of my seat at that <laughs> point. I, I did. I did think it was in. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, that was. was it, I thought it was a good save. To be was honest. the shirt off, Rob, or not? <laughs> no, it wasn't that warm yesterday. So. <laughs> but, I, see, I think he's. I think he's got a score. I know. I know he's arcing his neck, but from where he is, if he heads that anywhere else, mm. it's yeah, but. Like, you're right in saying it's a good save, Rob, but it's it's yeah. here. He's not dying yeah. full length. It's here. Yeah. Um, I, I, and, I, and I listened to Radio Bristol. I think Gary Hours, Jeff Twentyman, and, and I think Leah and... Paul uh, Binning. Paul in. sorry, Paul. Yeah, we're, we're on in... They had a bit of a debate as to... Jeff thought he should have scored. Gary Hours thought, like you, Rob, it was a good save. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think... And I think you look at Zach's reaction. He, he punches the ground in frustration. Yeah. So I, th- I think he's I think he's got a score there. Great delivery, there, Max, like you said. Do you want me to do you want me to mediate and make a decision? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, I think it was a good header and a good save. Personally, yeah. um, he just had to get his head on it and steer yeah. it towards goal. And I don't think he was in a position. He was a little bit too far forward to be able to direct it into either corner. But yeah. hey, it's all about opinions, man. All about all about opinions, <laughs> and you two are just too soft with it. it Right, okay. Um, Right, 15th minute. First attack of any danger from QPR. It's a long ball up and over the top. Naismith claims offside from a linesman who didn't seem to want to use his flag all game. Um, Bentz makes a great save, Matt, on that occasion. Yeah, Rob, are you still in the Lansdane? Yes. So the linesman was on your side? Because for me, from where I was sitting... Sorry, sorry, sorry. no, 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 no. I'm in the same stand, sorry. Oh, in the same stand. Sorry. Sorry. Right, you know, is now, yeah. <laughs> but but for me, the linesman just didn't seem to be up to play for so much of that first half, um, and and that one, you know, I, I I couldn't tell immediately if it was offside. It was poor defending either way yeah. um, to get caught out that high with the ball over the top. Um, but yeah, I mean, Ben Bentz makes a good save. I think Chair dwelled on it a little bit, and you'd have expected mm. him to have done more with it because um, I don't think Ben should have been given a chance, but. Just, just a worrying, simple ball over the top like that to get us caught out that that badly, and I think that's the fear with the three that we're playing at the back as we are now. And I don't, I don't know that we've got an awful lot of choice, but when we play that high as well and, and a simple ball over, if they've got any pace, I know we had the debate about Rob Atkinson, but I don't, I think we've got three players who just aren't very quick in Naismith, Atkinson, and Viner, and if you get any kind of powerful runners in behind, we're going to struggle, and that that proved to be the case yesterday. That was the case. We were we were terribly uh, yeah. terribly slow, but we were it, as you it's said. Like we were in the treacle, wasn't it? Well, you were, you said they were lethargic, really leggy, and yeah. that really proved it. They also, I think, 
and I think a few people have also said it looked like Atkinson was struggling from very early on mm. um, with with his, with an injury. I don't know. Um, well, the I, worry is there's no one to come in. I, I know, and this what is why I was saying yesterday that um, he might even go back to uh, back four, four. Yeah, on yeah. Tuesday. But you're Whether, right, defense central defensive. Who yeah. who have we got? Well, the only thing, the only one he seems to sort of say is, is Tanner but for me he's not a, a no he's a I mean, he's, back he's he... trying to blood him into that but I mean really other than that you are then looking at Joe, Joe Lowe Joe or, Lowe. Yeah. yeah I mean <laughs> and and you know I, I mean I know we have done it you blood youngsters in games where you've got no choice but it would be a bit you know I, I don't see him changing it I've got to be honest and you're right Patch I think he would probably go Tanner um, but yeah I, I couldn't get over it yesterday Rob I just thought we looked so just off the pace with, with anything they got played in behind. And the fact yeah. we've got this packed October, you know, don't want yeah. to be, be the uh, bearer of bad news, but to start looking jet lagged yeah. um, is a worry, but I'm sure, I'm sure it was just a get back up and running. We'll be fine for Tuesday. Um, right. 18th minute. Vyman back pass is intercepted by Roberts. He feeds Elias chair, cuts inside and the shot from distance Bents tips it onto the post. It rebounds off his head and falls into the path of Johansson. And City are punished one nil. Matt. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what Andy Vyman's doing there. Um, he just doesn't seem to see Roberts, does he at all? Just just plays it into him. Roberts strides forward. I think I don't know if he if if was it chair that he fed or Willock, but I think Willock takes the shot. Um, hits the post. It, it actually takes a slight defection, and and because I I was not critical of Bentz, but I thought, oh, he's only going to be able to go one way here. And mm. Bentz seemed to then struggle to get to it. But actually, when you watch back, it takes a deflection and takes it wider. Mm. Makes a really good save, but here's yeah. the post. It's the back of his head, rolls along the the sort of six, no, not six yard, but two or three yards out. And Johansson's anticipated, hasn't he? And smashes it in. Um, mm. Player I really like, Stefan Johansson, I think at this level, is, is quality in the midfield. But... You've got Vyman's ball, which he knows, you know, and, and he's, a, yeah, he's he did, allowed... He immediately sprinted back. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's allowed a bit of credit, you know, but poor decision should, you know, it's, it's not a... It's just one of those that happens and that, that you think, well, what, what are you seeing now? Why why have you not spotted him? But Mark Sykes gets completely caught out, um, mm. both with the first run. Um, I think Naismith's trying to sort of pass off. And then with the shot, he's let Johansson run in behind him. And I just felt a bit gutted for Bentz because he makes a really good save and then the ball hits him on the back of the head and goes in. But, but this yeah. it's what you call it's what you call ball watching defending, yeah. isn't it? Really? Yeah, it was. And maybe Rob, that's because Sykes is still he's he's learning that position still, isn't he? And certainly yeah, yeah, at, champ- at, at championship level. Yeah. Um, you know, I know he played there a few, you know, a number of times for Oxford, but he openly, I think, in his his um his welcome video. He wants to play as a, a wide man or one wide of a three up top, or hmm. and he's finding himself his right wing back. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we just I don't know. We're we're getting horribly exposed. I think at the moment on both flanks, not just on his, on Jay's as well. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Twentieth minute. After a bit of head tennis, Naismith opts to head backwards towards Atkinson, who's a bit slow to react and QPR away again. Atkinson does catch up um to Roberts but it's blazed over so Rob two minutes later we're under the cost straight away again mm, yeah it, and that was the the worrying thing this is what um we had no one in midfield who took the game by the scruff of the neck it just bypassed them um the defense at that point um were under pressure um 
and it's it, it you can feel the uh, the tension with the players and they're trying I, we know they're trying to uh, to stop all these attacks and all that, but it, we were right under the cosh and it was just so hard to stop at that point yeah literally 60 seconds later we're 2-0 down it's um, a long yeah. ball up from the keeper no one seems to be picking up Willick who looked potentially again offside Powell on the overlap whips it across it's not clear whether Jada Silva or Atkinson should be marking Roberts who stretches to tap in at the back post Matt for 2-0 just another really poor goal. Um, and and for me, I mean, again, Nesmith and Atkinson seem to go for the same man get caught. But Jay's got to know he's that back post runner. And and Jay gets caught by this quite often um, with someone coming in behind him or, you know, in front and not picking it up. And just a really, really poor goal to concede. And it goes back to Rob's point earlier on that, that in terms of leaders. There was no one after the first goal. Just sort of, right, let's, let's just settle it down a bit. Let's keep possession. Let's take the sting out of it for just a couple of minutes. Find out, you know, just some of those simple balls, get a touch and and to be 2-0 down immediately like that was just, well, as I said, it felt like we capitulated for that that period of time. And maybe that 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 lack of confidence, you know, your your point about the Naismith header back in yeah, it was just we we just seemed to lose all kind of shape and confidence, mm-hmm. didn't we? Yeah, yeah. It was just like a cushioned header back. And yeah. obviously Naismith wasn't aware that there was a, a player yeah. there. Um, but yeah, two nil down, and after twenty-one minutes, it yeah. was against feelings... a very good side as well. You've got to say yeah, that absolutely I thought, I thought... against a good side, but yeah. at home, you you just had that feeling of that we hadn't felt for quite some time in terms yeah. of uh, games. Yeah, deflation. It was. You felt deflated after yeah. twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. wasn't. That wasn't a nice feeling. Well, because we we put in two strong performances. Burnley was a different sort of performance, more defensive in, but you know the Norwich performance and and really. All season long, we've been really competitive in the games. Yeah. That period of time yesterday, we just didn't seem like we were competitive at all, did we? Yeah. Mm. No. Right, 32nd minute, City still all at sea. Joe Williams gives the ball away and QPR in again. Atkinson turned inside out by Willock, but it's eventually fired over. Um, yeah, it didn't really get a lot better, but QPR just weren't as clinical after that. Uh yeah. 42nd minute, it's a quick ball forward from Bentz, who seemingly just wanted to get the ball ball moving um, after the frustration of the previous sort of 20 minutes, and like to see that. Conway almost gets away from his marker, but is tackled. Vyman does well to close it down. It's poked to Conway, who tries to bend it right-footed, but the keeper saves. It was two-on-one, and Naki Wells was well-placed also, Matt. If Conway scores, it was the right decision, but in hindsight, it's a wonderful thing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've not seen it, it replayed back, so I don't know how you, you sort of read comments that Naki Wells was completely unmarked, literally just had to sort of tap it in. I don't know if that was the case. If it was unusual for Tommy not to, to do that because he's been very unselfish in lots of games this well, season. That, that uh, Take game away at Wickham. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but also, he's a, a, a young lad, high on confidence, who scored, what, six goals? So there's also an element of you, you're through one-on-one, a really good connection, and he probably scores. So it's difficult to be overcritical. And again, that comes with experience. You make the right decision. Um, that's that's where your quality players come in, isn't it? But, you know, let's let's go. There's, there's Mo Salah, and I'm not comparing the two, but there's Mo Salah pass across the box there. There's Erling Haaland pass across the box there. You know, I think such strikers are selfish, aren't they? Just by definition. Would Naki Wells have passed across the box there? So, yeah, like you say, Patch, hindsight's a wonderful thing in 
Um, maybe Tommy, looking back, you know, re- regrets that. But I'm, I'm not going to be critical of him taking a shot. Yeah, five no goals, five goals in the championship, two in the EFL Cup. Yeah, uh, Rob, what's your thoughts? Yeah, no, with uh, to- uh, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. Pass yeah, but, no, he, he, he had to shoot there. Um, I, I'd be disappointed if he would have passed it. Well, yeah, because the pass, the pass could have gone awry, and he'd be like, "Why not shoot?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course it would. Um, no, he's got to shoot there. Uh, he just didn't go in. The keeper saved it. it just just ex- execution, wasn't it? He, did, he just yeah, didn't yeah. seem to get for again where I was in the same stand. Didn't seem to get the right connection on it, the right no. bend of the shoot. What was the goal he scored? Was it one he scored against? Um, I was going to say Cardiff. No, that was the header. But there was another one where he had that sort of shaped shot, didn't he, into the corner? <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is what it is. This is a message from the Bristol City Former Players Association. Throughout last season, we brought a number of ex-players back to Ashton Gate. We were pivotal in delivering celebratory events, including the Ashton Gate 8 40th anniversary, and we also celebrated the stars of the 60s who were paraded on the pitch. This season, we will be commemorating some important moments in the club's history and some very important people who were part of our club. If you would like to assist with sponsorship of any of these events, please get in touch with me via email to events at bcfcformerplayers.co.uk. In addition, we are always on the lookout for any interesting artefacts from the club's history to add to our ever-growing Bristol City archive. Thanks for listening, and my email address again is events at bcfcformerplayers.co.uk. Thank you. All right, let's see what Rob's got to say at half-time. After such a bright start, incredible, we find ourselves too down, aghast at some of our defending and general sloppiness. Uh, 100% makers of our own downfall. Ever since we've looked very disjointed and struggled to regain fluidity or confidence in our play, very uncertain in what we're doing now. I continue to question Sykes at right wing back. He's not a defender. His fallibility in that discipline but you'd accept that if he offered a threat in attack not seeing enough from him in that respect think Conway had found it tough going and possibly injured now too I'd bring on Wilson and Semenya at halftime and see if we can regain the upper hand there is a change at halftime Conway off Semenya on Conway did seem Matt to have a bit of an ankle issue towards the end of the first half and obviously looked in discomfort and did a few runs up and down the line but uh, yeah it's uh, it was obviously Enough to have him come off, and maybe even Semenyo comes on anyway. Yeah, um, de- definitely. Tommy's had a knock, um, an ankle knock, um, which I think he's, he's getting checked out today. Um, so I think that change was made because of the injury. That's not to say that Anton wouldn't have come on anyway because he was warming up sort mm. of before half time. Um, so yeah, you know, again, I, I question the service that the front players got. And that's where I think Antoine can give you a little bit more because of his physicality and what he can do. But yeah, I think that change was was purely and simply down to um, down to the injury. Like Rob, I, I actually expected to see another couple of changes. Um, I thought Wilson might come on because I didn't think Mark Sykes had had a, had a great game. Um, and I'll also go back to and, and I'm sorry to keep referencing it, but the the left back position. I didn't think Jay had a good game. And I've seen some comments from people saying Jay was decent in got in some good positions. How many good crosses did Jay put in where a couple of times in the second half, he's completely 
You know, there's no pressure on him and he didn't find the right cross. He was culpable, or, you know, as part of the, the defence that was culpable for that first goal. So I'd love to see Cam Pring on the bench to give that pressure. Because what pressure's Jay got as a left wing back? Sorry, Rob, yeah. you're going to jump in. <laughs> no, no, it, it was just the point Matt was making there is when uh, Jay did, and I know which cross he was on about, he, he went under pressure and he kicked it. Was it, was it over the bar, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, the cross was yeah. just went straight out. It, it was at that point I'm thinking, nothing's going right for these players at all today. It's 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 simple. It's just, it's it's simple. It's basic. It's foot, yeah. foot, just just wrap your foot around the ball. If little five yard passes here. Five yard yeah. passes were going astray. It, yeah. Nothing, nothing was working, and it was like, oh, yeah, one of those moments. You know, a very frustrating. 75 plus 7 minutes. Yeah. Um, right, 52nd yeah. minute, Williams booked, so he's on 4 now. Um, that was for holding. Fairly need, needless. It wasn't leading to, to anything, but, you know, it's yeah. it was a professional pullback. Uh, 54th minute, Sykes' chance at the back post. Good ball in from Jada Silva. So there was a chance, an opportunity for Sykes, Matt, um, and uh, a good cross from Jada Silva on this occasion. Was it? Because it's, it's deep to Sykes. I'm not sure he's picking him out and I'm, I'm probably just trying to back my own plan out there, really. But um, <laughs> So, no, it, fi- it finds Sykes. So, give Jay the benefit that he sees him unmarked. I mean, Sykes just seemed to take an age to, to control yeah. it. Um, yeah. Where, again, a more confident player, I'm not going to say he strikes it on the volley. Um, although, talking about match of the day patch, watch Almiron's goal for Newcastle. Okay. Brilliant. Um, yeah, I mean... I think Sykes probably. I, I might take him out on Tuesday night and give give Wilson a run, just because I think <laughs> take he him might. out. Withers Hitman <laughs> yeah, squad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he 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 knows he should have done better with that chance. He needed to control it quicker, get the shot away. Um, you, yeah. Were you were you shouting first time in it first time? Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> because you could see the flight from where we were wrong. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was like first, first. first. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. But, but then it seemed <laughs> to be. Control, control, control. Then, yeah, yeah. Sixtieth yeah. minute, Jada Silva pulls it back to Williams. Who Are you just trying to make shot. the point here with Jada Silva? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm just reading my notes, mate. Uh, okay. Honestly, there's a lot more Jada Silva to come. <laughs> <Yeah. think. laughs> Goal kick by Jada Silva. Another throw a terrific bit of skill yeah. from Jada Silva. Uh, right, uh, no, he does pull it back, and it's uh, Joe Williams who gets an opportunity to shoot. It's right-footed. It's a little bit swiped. Not much yeah. as a, not as much of a shank that set up the goal for Andy Vyman last season, yeah. but yeah. Uh, a shot nonetheless. Rob, um, yeah, just it wasn't as wide as I thought it was, but it was still wide. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was a bit of desperation because we were we weren't we, we were trying to get on top. Mm. Um, we we weren't having lots of uh, shots or anything like that. So I thought it was just a bit of uh, desperation. We could I I thought he could have um, put it wide. Um, yeah, I can't remember who was on the. Yeah, I don't know if it was Sykesy or someone else. Yeah, it was, wasn't yeah. it? And yeah. I thought he was going to knock it to through, but yeah, it's just one of those. Yeah. It's yeah, funny yeah. with Joe Williams, isn't it? Because he, he he has got a decent strike in him, but we've not seen it enough. I mean, he's I'm I'm sure he scored one either mm. against us or at the bar against us for Wigan. Um, but yeah, we just don't see it enough. As Rob said, um, there was there was a few wayward passes and a yeah. couple from him, and it was just like I've seen you do this a hundred times. Exactly. Yeah. 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 
Uh, okay, uh, just after that, it's Jada Silver. Fantastic work. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, yeah. the ball is one in the middle by Sykes. He feeds Semenyo, drives forward, gives it out wide to Andy Vyman. A nice ball in, and QPR make a hash of the clearance. It falls to Wells, possibly an assist for Semenyo. Wells pokes it goalwards, and the keeper can't clear it, and it goes in. Dubious goals panel might get involved and give it as an own goal, though, Matt. I think so. Looking back, I think Naki's shot was going wide. Um, yeah. I'm not taking it <clears> off <throat> him. I no, I, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> and I, and I, I have to say, I, I think a lot of the time, those dubious goal panels kind of, you know, just give it the credit to the striker. How does that um, work with bets and stuff like that? If you've got Naki, yeah. obviously, if you've, you've been paid out. Well, by I suppose it would have been paid out, wouldn't it? Yeah, because mm. he's, he's down officially at the moment, is, is his, isn't it? Unless it's is. changed this morning. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was a good movement and highlighted Semenyu's power. Um, you know, he showed it a couple of times getting away from players, didn't he? That that sort yeah. of control. Good ball in from Andy Vyman. Um, you know, not not an assist because of how it, it worked out. And no. at that point, I kind of then thought, right, two one. We and we had been on top, although you know we talked about the misplay passes. We we were on top in that little period, and you just thought, right, we're we're back in this now, and and if we get mm. another one in the next couple of minutes, mm. and we can go on and win this. You know, it was one of those moments, wasn't it? Yeah, no, good to get back in the in the the game, Rob. Um, at two one, yeah. you know, we we feel like we're. We're in it now, and any, anything can happen. But uh, yeah, Naki Wells in the right place at the right time. Yeah, good. You could uh, the the crowd were all up for it as well. You think right here we go, here yeah. we go. We're we're gonna we're gonna get back here. Um, but then it was it just went back to where nothing was going right. It was these. Yeah. I think there was a attack that you might come across it in a minute when uh, Joe Williams had to put the, it was just a simple ball through, and I think it was um, to. Uh, Jada Silva, or some uh, sure Jada Silva, definitely. Yeah, it was Jada Silva. It, just a little, little, little <laughs> ball through, was it? it, it oh, yeah, it, and we were on top, but it was one of those where it was a frustrating time to be on top because we just didn't have that cutting edge. Mm, yeah, sixty-fifth minute. It's a change. Um, Martin comes on for Atkinson. So uh, obviously, you know, just loading a few more up top just to see what we can see what we can get. Seventy second minute is a, a triple substitution. I think it was referenced that it was his first ever triple substitution. Um, King Wilson and Masengo on for Sykes, Vyman, and I haven't got the third person written down. Any ideas? Um, da, 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 da. Sykes. Vyman and Williams. Williams. Joe Williams. Yes, thank you very yeah. much. Um, yeah, so we sort of go 4-3-3 three, three there, Matt? Yeah, I mean, Antoine seemed to be sort of pushed wide, um, which, you know, you're not then really getting what you want out of him from, from that point of view. And, and I just felt and uh, very easy to be kind of critical and probably I've said this in weeks gone by, why didn't he make a triple substitution? But I just felt then that it was kind of four subs relatively quickly, which just changed the impetus and what we were doing and, and get used to it. In. And, you know, I, I, Andy King is a, a more defensive midfielder. He's not going to be able to burst forward in, like he used to do back in the day. Um, he's not really got anything in his locker in terms of driving shots and balls, you know, into the, the attackers. I just find it a bit of a strange one. The Wilson one I got, um, but and the Chrissy Martin one, 
as I say, I, I don't want to see Antoine being pushed wide. You know, I want to see him playing down the middle. And we just, from that point on, we just seem to lose the impetus that we then suddenly built. Yeah. 75th minute, Viner feeds it to Semenyo. It's a nice pass out to Wells. He cuts inside on his right foot, shoots, and it's deflected over. Uh, Rob, you've seen those sort of dip in under the bar before now, but uh, you've, got, you've got to get the shot away. Yeah, yeah, you have. Um, again, it, <laughs> I'm going to keep coming back to it, but it's just one of those where nothing was going right. Mm. Um, and, and going back to um, Voiman, um, he just had such little impact yesterday um, in his games. And if he's not on his game, I think a lot of the players... He is the catalyst they, they, usually, isn't he? The engine the, room. It is the engine room. And if he just... Whether that it was his that injury he picked up in um, on international duty, but to me he's just completely out the game for for far too long, and I would have brought him off a lot sooner. No, not not a criticism, yeah. but you know, just to say, look, it's it's obviously that this part ain't working. Let's let's change well, that is, up. You know, man management. We definitely saw flashes of of the Andy Vyman we know, but yeah, he he wasn't in the game as no. much. Um, Matt, and maybe this is. Yeah, maybe it's the shape as well. We're playing him in that role now in behind. Um, he's not, you know, the focal at the top as he was sort of last season a lot of the time with Chris Martin or, um, you know, and I know he dropped in with Antoine as well. But I, I agree with Rob, you know, maybe down to the injury, but he, he was definitely off. off it's probably the, the first time I think before. I've ever seen him subbed. I don't know if it is or not. But... Um... Yeah, but yeah. Other than Possibly, probably yeah. an injury, he's probably come off with an injury or or, mm. or a knock before. But yeah, you're right. I think in terms of trade, but but again, what you get with him, as we saw with the goal, is that drive, mm. and then mm. we lost we lost that as well with Andy Vimey going off. So, you know, it was it was it a bad enough performance to to take him off? Probably it was, or not bad. That's wrong. But his influence wasn't there, was it? In in what we're expecting from from Andy, but but you could tell like if if. Um, if he wasn't injured, right, he'd be staying on. I, I'd imagine. You'd, th- you'd think so, yeah. You do. You do wonder how much that knock, and, it, and yeah. I think it was a knee, um, mm. a knee injury, wasn't it? That was talked about. Although obviously it was, it can't have been serious because he, he was on the bench for the following game for them, wasn't he? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, seventy ninth minute. Masengo and Wilson starting to link up well. Nice little back heel from Masengo and a good cross from Wilson comes to nothing. 81st minute, Viner hoofs it up the pitch. Martin pressure forces a back pass. And Wells applies pressure to the keeper. Now, there's the big talking point afterwards. Uh, did he handle it outside the area? You guys were much closer. Matt first. So, real time, I thought he did. Um, absolutely. I think having looked at it back, is any of the ball in the area? And I, and it's, it's one of those, I'm assuming that the rule is the same as with corners. As long as part of the ball is in the area, then it, it's okay. Um, difficult for the linesman to give it because the keeper is in front of him with, you know, trying to put his hands on the ball. But my immediate reaction was that, yeah, it was outside the area. I, I thought the keeper knew what he was doing. Yeah, Rob? Yeah, yeah I'm... I thought we thought it was. We thought he was outside, and it wasn't until we seen the pictures, obviously after that. I think that the referee he can see. I don't think I don't know how the referee cannot give it as handball because he's facing. He's clear, it, yeah, but he's clearly not inside the area. Yeah, if you know what I mean, he's clear. He's more outside the area. 
So he, the referee can't make that call that whether, you know, an inch of that ball or a, a centimetre of that ball is on that line. So to, for me, it's, it is. It's a good point, isn't it? It's, in, in that instance, do you give the benefit of the doubt to the attacker or to the defender? I think it's always the defender, isn't it? Well, I don't Historically. Yeah, probably is, isn't it? But um, it's and a it, big it's, call to me. It, it's got to be, you know, uh, beyond all reasonable doubt yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But here, here's another yeah. little slant for you. <laughs> Wells probably fouls the keeper, trips him up to make him. Uh, fall yeah, over. I, 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 I saw that, but but that was after that's after he picked it up. <laughs> yeah, that's after he's picked it up. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I think for me, and I've seen a couple of steel footages that people have taken screen grabs from the the video. You you know that that's all about the angle. You know, you get VAR yeah. involved, and it's like numerous different angles to I'll prove. I'll tell you what we did no need on this occasion. Do you remember a season, or it might have been a tournament, where they had those officials on the touchline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They would have been right in line. They would have with seen it, it. Yeah. and still yeah. wouldn't have given it. Yeah. <laughs> I, the, the, the surprising thing was that with the home crowd at the home end, oh, I know. the referee didn't. I mean, it yeah. would have been quite an, e- that quite an easy decision. Get referees that? that just yeah, like exactly. to, yeah, like yeah. to. And it, it, it wasn't it wasn't long after um, Chrissy Martin that there is a break in play. Chrissy Martin turns to the uh, the goalkeeper and he, he's walking up to him and he's smiling and he's pointing his finger and he's going. Yeah. You can see you know exactly what he's saying and, yeah. and the, yeah. the goalkeeper is going. Well, you know. <laughs> so what? What I did uh, like, Matt, and we've referenced this before about Bentley being a captain, being in goal, and not having as much of an influence. He right was at the pitch, absolutely, yeah. almost <laughs> halfway up the pitch, trying to. Yes, what what we've asked for, isn't it? In those instances, yeah. and and he was doing that as well. I think after we'd scored, um, the centre half went down with an injury, um, and again, Bents is kind of racing up, saying to the ref, like, "What's going on?" Because that they were definitely looking yeah, to, to take your time, weren't they? Gamesmanship mm-hmm. going on, yeah. Um, 86 minute QPR have a chance to finish it off. Um, it was a, a, a great move from QPR, and the shot just goes wide. But that's uh, another yeah. lifeline given for I us. I thought then. that was in all ends up yeah, from our no, ends. I yeah. did as well. Seven seven minutes injury time now, and you and you think you think here we go. We've got seven minutes. There's still time left in this, but there didn't seem to be much urgency to get the ball up the pitch. It was still being passed back, reset passed across there was no and we've chris martin at the top you know the whole mm. idea there surely is to just get it up the field um so that was a bit frustrating 93rd minute scott's book mitches misses the next game i didn't actually see what it was for i don't know if either no. of you guys did no. it was a cha- challenge on the sideline and i think viner was involved and we at the um chat next to me said or Viner's been booked there but you could then see that it was scott that he was talking to mm. so whether alex left something on him or not um, I don't know, but hopefully now that he's got that ban, he's yeah. going to have to start to realise that he can. I think that's five bookings in eleven games, um, six if you count the cup game. Right. Okay. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. So six, six in twelve, thirteen, whatever it might be with the cups. Um, and I think he's the second worst defender or joint worst defender in the championship. He's not that sort of player. Like he shouldn't be picking up those kind of bookings. Um, so it's something. I hope that Nigel Pearson and the coaching staff are speaking to him about because on that basis, he's going to miss four or five games. What, if what, not do, more you, what this do you season. mean by that? A, a worst defender? Did you mean a different worst offender? Offender. 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 Yeah. Apologies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. It's something that he needs to get yeah. rid of. And now he's been reset to zero, obviously yeah. missing the game Tuesday. But uh... but it, it's not really a reset, is it? Because I think the next one, you get more of a ban. If oh, it's the next... Yeah. If you've already had one, I'm sure it is from, from, from history. Um, 
but it is one of those they're, they're stupid bookings a lot of the time as well. There's there's sort of silly fouls. Um and on one or two, they could have been reds, couldn't they, this season where he's kind of it's, you know it's it's petulant, isn't it? Yeah. Uh for for a young for a young kid, you expect that now and again. Um yeah. I'd imagine. It's, that that comes with experience where you've got to kick that in the bud and go just get on with your game. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Game then Peters out. There was a, a, a chance up uh you know, we did have a free kick or a corner which was sort of launched in and, and, and again sort of came came to nothing unfortunately. So it's a two one defeat. Um right, we'll come to your ratings now, Matt, if you like. Yeah. <laughs> and again, yeah. I, I know that's yeah. why I'm at a six and sadly the ratings aren't. Come on. Um so Bents, I've gone six. I know it's another two goals, but he made two really good saves. Um, I don't think was at fault for either goal. So I've gone six for, for Bents. Um, Zach, I've gone five. Um, Mark Sykes, I've gone five. And I, I debated Mark Sykes. So that was either a four or a five because I thought he got into a number of good positions but I also think he was culpable defensively. But they seem to be tacking us down that that sort of side. Um, so his was the one that I'm like, oh, should that be a four? So I'll, I'll leave you boys to that. Um, and then I've gone Naismith and Atkinson fours. Um, and I've gone Jay a five. Um, so yeah, Mark Sykes is the one for me. I don't know whether, was it a five, was it a four? Um, I think yeah. it was a five. Personally, yeah. Robert, have you... Have you... No, 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 five. Five yeah, okay. time. Um, midfield, Joe Williams, I've gone four. Um, I, I, it's so difficult with Joe, isn't it? Because I think all of us thought a you fit, Joe, of, a fit the... Joe Williams is just what we've been missing. And, and now he is fit. We're just not seeing it. We're seeing lots of footage and training of the character that he is. Um, you know, he's obviously very popular, but at the moment he's not, I don't think I've seen a game that he's dominated. I don't think he's had a single man in a match from us, which for a midfielder, you'd expect there will be games where that midfielder is the one that's all over it. So I thought it was it was a, a pretty poor performance from Joe yesterday. Um, so it was a four for Joe. Alex, like Rob said right at the start, I thought was one of the, the, the brighter sparks. Um, I went six for Alex um, and debated whether he was my man of the match or not. I, I didn't in the end, but I gave him a six. Andy Vyman, I went for um, not not Andy's greatest right. game. Yeah, I know, and that's that's probably the first time I can recall that. I don't think he's ever got less than a six, probably. Yeah, probably not. Um, but you know, massively at fault for the first goal um, with a, a sort of poor ball subbed. Um, yeah, I just didn't think it was a really good performance from Andy. And if I look at the fact I've given Atkinson a four as well, yeah. Um, Tommy Conway, I went five. Um, Antoine Semenya, I went six. And then Naki Wells, I went six and man of the match. Um, and it's a difficult one with Naki because he's, he just didn't stop. His effort was there all afternoon. He was really, really encouraging the, the players around him. Um, showed what it meant when he scored. He's playing against QPR, who he had a really, really good relationship with and the fans, but was, you know, punching the chest. Let's get on with it. Mm. Um, so that was the reason why he was my man of the match. So... Yeah, all, all in all, not not a great show, and in, an averaged out at five, um, which is the lowest league game this season. Uh, we had a five point three six at Sunderland, yeah, five point six away to Wigan, um, and yeah. a five point five away at Blackpool. So, so yeah, it's the lowest, that, yeah, yeah. It is, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Oh, I agree. Uh, yeah, go on, Rob. Sorry. No, 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 no. I agree with you with um, Naki uh, for Amanda Match yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Um, if Adam Gould wants to let us know um, what the boys in the cars ratings were, just to <laughs> tell me if you agree with that, ads. Um, yeah, and ap- apologies if I've, um, I've got the radio. Yeah, I've got them completely wrong for you, mate. But yeah. Um, and Nigel, I've gone, I went six and then I went five because it's a home defeat. And when I was looking back at it, I thought we were getting overrun a little bit in midfield again. We were getting caught and we just didn't seem to change when we needed to change. And you look at some other coaches. I mean, what's his face? It was it Sunderland, now it um, Stoke, Alex Neil talked about exposing the wing backs and the high line that we played. Um, that was obviously the case with Michael Beale yesterday and the way that QPR pressed us. Naismith, I, I do really like Carl Naismith and I know it's starting to get a bit of a debate now with fans. And I noticed quite a bit last night on social media that, you know, he is making a number of mistakes. Um, and at the moment, they are probably outweighing the good things that he's doing as well. Um, so it's a, a bit of a difficult one. But I just felt that when we made those three substitutions, we just took some away from what we were doing at the time. So, yeah, I went I went five for Nige. Okay. Happy with that, Rob? Yeah, yeah, t- totally agree. Uh, I think Nige said yesterday at the end of the game or in this press conference that is, um, it, the whole thing was just disappointing. Um, and for me, it was just one of those games yeah. where nothing went right. That, that's it. That, that's basically what it was um, throughout the whole squad or the majority of the squad. Just nothing went right. Yep. So it yep. was disappointing. We get them. We get them now and again. Yeah. Well, more than now and again at Bristol City. But here we go. Let's get some tweets. Lee Williams is wants to, he wanted to say more than three words on this occasion. Mm. So a very frustrating watch today. Great chances to score missed by us, but taken by QPR. They say a player can improve when they're not playing, and perhaps we saw today the role of Matty James and how he plays it in our side. Defence exposed with Williams and Scott playing much higher. Johnny P, too many players off their game. QPR more physical, winning all the fifty fifties and second balls. Our defence were lightweight in challenges and full of errors. Probably the worst we've played this season. So all about making sure that's a one-off and get back to it on Tuesday. Uh, Dr. Dean, a disjointed display by City today against a lively QPR side. William Sykes and Vyman below par and a questionable defensive display again makes it three defeats in a row. Big game now on Tuesday versus Coventry. Time to bounce back. Um... And maybe it's time for a Dean to bounce back across to England mm-hmm. as he was the catalyst for this in the first place. <laughs> um, yeah, but those those tweets, Matt, accurately summed up the last hour of the podcast, I guess. Yeah, but it does make me think about Sykes' five as well um, because they referenced their Williams and Byman and both of those got fours. But yeah, it does. I think, I think we were all frustrated, weren't we? Anybody that watched it yesterday were frustrated because we've been playing so well. You know, we, we have been confident and and our attacking play has been really good um from the midfield through to the, the front and we just weren't yesterday at all it was relatively thought, comfortable i thought for QPR. yeah rob i thought the international break came at a perfect time after the two defeats against two yeah. good sides and but we are in the game it gave us chance to reset and yeah we have in terms of the international break i think semenyo conway 
Um, mm. Obviously, Vyman, anyone else mm. was, were away. So it was only three, maybe even maybe four, if I'm forgetting one. Um, yeah. But everyone did seem to be a bit jet lagged. They, they did. It's a, don't know why. Uh, can't put my finger in it. But when one person, as I, I'll, I'll use Vyman as, as the example, where we know his enthusiasm um, is is non-stop running and everything. He, mm. When that doesn't happen, it just seems to affect everyone else um, because he, he could be that leader, but it just didn't happen. Okay, right. Let's talk about Tuesday. Um, Bents, Viner, Naismith and Atkinson, I don't think is going to change because... Yeah, Bent keeps his place, and there's well, unless unless Atkinson did have a knock, like Rob said, he didn't. He didn't seem to. I mean, he ran off pretty quick, didn't he? So I'm, I'm assuming so the only not, the only person but... that can come in there is Campering, who's not even been featuring on the bench. Yeah, he wasn't on the bench, was he? Uh, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. No, no, no. no. He's no. been featuring in the um, some of the highlights you've seen at the yeah the Robins, but yeah, I mean, I, so... I don't, I don't get it, and I keep saying it, but mm. Cam Campering yeah. has to be coming into the bench for me. He has the, to. Um... We can keep saying it all we like. Don't think it yeah, happened, right? Yeah. Listen, Nigel, bring him onto the bench. <laughs> um, so this is where it becomes interesting now. So the middle five, if you like, I I probably go Wilson, King, Williams, Jada Silva, and Scott, and give Andy Vyman a rest. Scott's suspended. Good yeah. shout. Good shout. So, so yeah. I think Vyman has to start then in that case on that occasion. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Wilson, King, William. Vyman and Jada Silva. Thoughts on those five? So, Joe Williams can't... I'm doing the two-finger speech Can't thing. play. Can't in... play two games in okay. quick succession, allegedly. Unless um, that's now changed. At, at what point does that change? I think I think he's needed. Um, I I get the Andy King thing I think, because I of think the Matty James. I think he will James. go with Andy King because I think he will. I he'll think notice he will. that Matt, Matt James was so missed because yeah. of his no, I experience think... and all of that. I think he will. Um, arguably, after Joe Williams' performance yesterday, does Han Noah get a start instead? Yes. Um, I I probably would go Han Noah. Um, okay. I just I just worry about the the legs in midfield, and and we're coming up against managers who are, are quite bright and centrally are putting three in the middle, and we're then getting overrun a little bit. Alex Scott gives you some energy, um, so it's. I do feel it's a bit of a gamble with Andy King just because of, of of the legs. But I think, like you're saying, Patrick, I think he will go with that. And then Wilson or Sykes, Rob? Um, I, he's got to start Wilson at some point. Um, so go with him. What yeah, did you think um, of Wilson's cameo yesterday, though, boys? Well, there was one occasion where I... Th so I thought Wilson was a lot quicker to be able to get up with play when Masengo was sort of like waiting to see him in his peripheral yeah. vision. And he eventually ate it off, but the pass was probably too heavy for Wilson to get to. Um, so I think he just needs game time uh, yeah. to be able to get yeah. up to speed. Does, but I know what you're saying, Matt. Does it come back to that whole thing around? And I know it's a, a thing you get in the professional game often, isn't it? but yeah, he's not up to match fitness. He's not up to I match think that's speed. The case. And, I, and, I, and I agree. I agree completely because there were two or three times yesterday where I thought the rapid player we saw in pre-season patch... Yep. Yeah, I didn't see yesterday, and he was really so, blowing late on. And and what yeah. was he on for? 15, 16 minutes? Yeah, not, probably. I suppose mm. with injury time, maybe slightly more. Twenty minutes. And that, that's my point. I I thought Sykes was definitely a five um, yeah. yesterday, and there was flashes. And I think he's a great player. Oh, I, just, I do. Yeah. I just think that the fact we've got 
hundred games in <laughs> in a month, yeah. or whatever it is. Um, well, we need to see Wilson get a start so that he becomes an option. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Lots of definitely. talk about Naismith moving up, isn't there? Into that central defensive midfielder role as well. Yeah, I'm not saying for in... Tuesday. Yeah. No, no. I'm not saying for Tuesday because <laughs> you're right. I don't think there's an option there. But even with that. Naismith has come out and said himself he he wants to play centre half. That's where mm. he prefers to play. Yeah. Um, so do do you want to be playing a player in a position he doesn't really want to be playing? But you know Naismith has to learn. Um, but you, you're right. I, again, it shows how small a squad we've got. I think Sam Bell was. Um, I know he wasn't on the bench yesterday, but he was there yesterday and was warming up. Um, and I think was sat in and around the bench. If you know, I know I know he wasn't in the squad in terms of a, a sub. Um, but I think Sam Bell will potentially be coming in, in and around. Um, I think he will probably go Tanner at right back. Um, really? Right wing back? Yeah, I do. Didn't Tanner last season, um, one or two games, did he play left wing back? Did he uh, fill in there? I think he did. I, I think he did, Rob, yeah. Um, and I think, so obviously with, with Campering not being in the squad at all, yeah. You'd imagine if if he was going to change stuff up on the left, he would put Tanner on yeah. the left. And you've also got so you've got Tanner on the left. Oh, no, no, so he's going to do this on Tuesday. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but I think you're right. I think it will be King. What what do you go up top? Conway and Wells still for me. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Tommy will be fit. Um, so I think that takes out of the, uh, the okay. equation. So I it's, think it it's a chance for Semenya, Antoine, in, and and Wells. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I, I, I think uh, Tuesday's a perfect opportunity to change it up. Not not massively, because it it's can a be worry, though, those isn't options. It? It's a worry when we've had such a settled team and produced such great performances. I know we've lost three on the bounce. Two, we were in the game. Yesterday, we weren't. Yeah. But, but going back, it is, but then going back to what you said earlier, I know. we've got eight, 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 um, eight games. I was going to say 800 games. <laughs> so 8,000 games. Eight games, yeah. We got, if, we got so many games in Oxford. You've got to give these players a lot more game time. If you get what's the point? What's the point in having a squad? But but you, you're right, Robin, saying and, and Pat, your point absolutely. The, the successful sides are the sides that keep that consistency. Mm. But we know we're absolutely making one change. But I think in mm. terms of form as well, you are probably looking at another two or three. So maybe okay. that sort of four changes that that come in. Against a Coventry side who are bottom of the table, but that's a false position because they didn't play for the first month, did they, at home because of their their pitch problems. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see, um, yeah, to see what what he does. It is a big game. So I think we've we uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but we've settled on Bent, Viner, Naismith, Atkinson, Wilson, King, Masengo, Jada yeah. Silva, Semenya, and Wells. Is that I think- our I think that's what he will pick. It's not mine, but I think that's what he yeah, will no, pick. We've, we've yeah, no, we've got to go with what he, we think he'll exactly. pick. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I think we'd have Campring somewhere featured if we if we were allowed. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, just a little bit of AOB um, coming up on the podcast. Obviously, yeah, hopefully everyone enjoyed the happy 60th birthday, Jackie Jakanowski. Just a bit of backstory for everyone on that. I wanted to do it, saw that his 60th birthday was coming up. Uh, reached out to Richard Latham, reached out to Neil Palmer and Andy Leanin, who um, is going to be featuring on an upcoming Robins Reunited with Martin Scott at some point later in the year and was looking through the footage. I put pulled together a video 
of Jakonowski and all his goals and some of his assists and noticed Andy Leanin was featured in a couple of the games so um, got him on so that was the first segment then it was Matt and Adam um, and I have to say the last sort of five minutes of Matt and Adam's did almost make me cry uh, very <laughs> emotional um, and then I thought right I'll send this eventually did get some details for Jackie send, sent it to him and said have a listen um, just wanted to you know let let you know what how much you mean to Bristol City fans and he came back and said how much he loved it and wanted to just say a few words so that last 20 minutes 25 minutes whatever it was was a complete bonus surprise to me definitely a surprise to Matt <laughs> and uh fantastic yeah. do you know what the amount of people that came up to me yesterday <laughs> I mean, I'm talking a dozen plus saying about oh my god you got to speak to Jackie what was it like um <laughs> Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, I said to you afterwards, Patch, then I phoned you up and said, thanks very much, mate, because that was a real, a real dream come true for me. And then you go and top it by then meeting Andy Cole the day after. <laughs> yeah. Um... I mean, such a nice bloke, Patch, wasn't he? And, yeah. you know, I know we were laughing about it, but he kept saying about coming to Bournemouth, didn't he? And going in the Boscombe bar that we went to. The, uh, yeah. yeah, we're doing the Jack Anoski. Fantastic. I think he would. I think he yeah. would. Um Fantastic, yeah. So uh, that was great, and then yeah, as you say, yeah, um, through my fan- former players' association duties yesterday, met met with Andy Cole, and obviously Les Ferdinand was there from a QPR perspective, along with Andy Sinton and a couple of other ex ex players, and yeah. a picture with Andy Cole and Les Ferdinand, and I had Newcastle fans getting in touch with me saying, uh, "What a great picture!" <laughs> but yeah, no, fan- another fantastic day. So roll on. Tuesday. Actually, another Robins Reunited coming up very soon. Um, the original YTS uh, crew. So we've got Paul Marden and um, Chris Honor coming on to talk about that. So that was uh, great to see. Great to see Chris Honor a few weeks back, and just thought it'd be great to to get those two on to hear about the old days of the YTS. So yeah, um, yeah it'd be fantastic to catch up with those guys. Any other business from you guys, Rob or Matt? Um, saw in the week about the um, the sporting quarter. Looks like that's going to um, the council this week to get approval or not, um, which seems to be positive news that, yeah. that we will do. So that'd be great if that comes off, wouldn't it? Um, there is probably a... not, not not so great for Rob where he lives in <laughs> the traffic probably there will cause. But uh, yeah, I love it. I, oh, I love it. I, I yeah. want it. Yeah. We, yeah. we need is, it. There is a petition. I think you can sign on online um i'll try and find it and retweet it uh to add some weight to the you know, the possibilities of certainly of the, the noises that, that marvin reese has approved it and that the expectation is isn't it that it will will get the go-ahead which yeah will be fan- fantastic and another legacy for, for mr lansdowne and the family absolutely don't forget to retweet this podcast to enter your name in the hat for that habu signed home shirt um, and also we'll be giving away another prize on Tuesday, uh, a chance to enter the draw for uh, the Danny Wilson's book, which is coming out soon. Um, so, yeah, do look out for that one. Uh, and actually, Lee Paul, Lee the ref Paul, put a little note in our in our group saying about both sides wearing white shorts uh, yeah, think, yesterday. So the game should be replayed. Your bruv qualified it, didn't he? I think he spoke oh, to Scott, he? and Scott said that um, it was allowed from last season. Okay, well, I was going to give that as an excuse to the off to the to the linesman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, fantastic. Thank you so much, Rob, for yeah, coming good on. Good to see you, Rob. 
Thank you, boys. It is, I, uh, it's been a nice, nice Sunday morning waking yeah. up with you. And good, good work on the uh, your group as well. The uh, the BS3 Bristol City group. It's uh, certainly taken off. And yeah, it's, uh, Bass Allen Linton as well. Yeah, all, all credit to him for setting it up and all that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we just we just like to put a load of city related stuff on there, and it's it's all good. And some but, yeah. for no reason as well. And for no reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Brilliant, love yeah. it, excellent. But, um, Go on, it's it's. Well, I was just going to say, look, boys, it's uh, it's not all that bad. It, it, it wasn't great yesterday, but it's not all that bad. And we'll be okay as, this season. As Naki says, we, we go again Tuesday and we've got yeah. an opportunity to put it right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, let's let's do that. So, we're 12th in the league. 14 points. A win takes us back up to the edge of the playoffs. So, as you say, absolutely all still rosy at the moment. Let's roll on Tuesday. Yep. We'll be back Wednesday with the, another, another podcast. Did you boys get Arctic Monkey tickets before we... Uh... I did not. No, I nope. didn't. No, I did um, not. Yeah. I, Although uh, I bet you look good on the dance floor, Rob. To be fair, so yeah, I'm sure he does. Well, show me, uh, to show you a few moves now. Or now? <laughs> yeah, go for, it, go for it, Rob. I'll, I'll, I'll describe them. We'll, we'll, we'll comment on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> right. Same. Thanks everyone uh, for listening. All right, boys. We'll Take care, all right, boys. Cheers. Yeah. Bye. Bye.
Watching that little town slowly disappear. 